0: But well, welcome to the Power Talk podcast with our very own Pastor Paul Jacato.
1: Hey, hey, hey!
0: <laughs> and Reverend Matthew DeLeon. How's it going, Pastor?
1: Doing good, my brother.
0: Awesome. Yep. Well, you just administered a message, Pastor, about fathers. Yes. And talk about impactful! I had invited my neighbor and his wife over to this, our church. Yeah. And they loved the message. It was called. Is titled. Was it?
1: Reclaiming a man's voice. That's it.
0: That message really pierced my neighbors' hearts, both of them. Wow! At one point, his wife was crying. Um, I don't know what she was crying about. To be honest with you, right? Because she didn't divulge that, that detail, right? But what you said was powerful and pivotal. Yeah. Okay. And I'm gonna go ahead and just, just go ahead and just say this little. It's a little detail about their personal life. Yeah. They have a son that is is, is gay. Oh. And they've been trying to help him. They didn't know how. Wow. But I believe you empowered them. With this message. Wow. Both of them. Because you talked about, again, how to reclaim a man's voice. Interesting. So he's a, he's a good man, ex-military man, but doesn't mean he knows everything. Sternness yep. won't fix everything. No. It's like like you mentioned before in one of your messages. You can't put a hammer to everything. Sometimes right. you'll need a screwdriver. Sometimes you'll just need duct tape. Right.
1: Having the right tools is, impos- is, is necessary. It's
0: necessary. Yeah. But we're in times, Pastor. This is the most flawless generation. Yeah. Ever. Recorded. That's not during wartime, Mm -hmm. and to me, your message couldn't come at a more pivotal time, Pastor.
1: Uh huh. I agree. Um, You know, look, men men today struggle to find their voice Mm -hmm. because we have a. We again, we talk about the world a lot. I get it, but again, it does affect the church, and it affects so many things. Mm -hmm. But when you're talking about the voice think about it if you're if you're a white male in our country today right. You're, so, you're told that you don't have a voice. You're yeah. told that anything you say is probably going to be racist. Right. Most likely it's going to be sexist. Mm-hmm. Most likely it's going to be bigoted. Most likely it's going to be this authoritarian, mm-hmm. you know, uh, it's it's white supremacy. It's, yeah. it's everything. And it's like, forget about all that. It's about the fact that we need to have a voice to speak into our children's lives. It is. And that's really what a father has lost his inability to do because now those children are roaming, w- roaming around without an idea of w- how to turn, which way to turn, what to look at. No identity. No identity.
0: And this is what the father helps him with identity.
1: Sure does. Look, why would you need two people to help one person? Mm. Because two are still better than one. Come on, Pastor. Okay. That's good. So if two are better than one, mm. two, two adults... One male, one female Mm -hmm. have all that it takes Mm -hmm. to help a young man or a young woman Mm -hmm. to grow into who they're supposed to be. Mm -hmm. And like I said, if that male gets taken away, Mm -hmm. you've only got half Mm -hmm. and half is not enough. Mm -hmm. That, That child deserves both. The child deserves both. That child has to have both. Now, I'm not saying that two people can't always be wrong either. Mm-hmm. They, they still have to do what's right. Right. They still have to know what's right. right. But we're talking at the end of the day, you have a much healthier atmosphere and a healthier home mm-hmm. when you have a dad that's giving his time, mm-hmm. putting his time, his input, quality. And I'm mm-hmm. talking if it's a quality, dad. Come on. Same way with the mother, when they're oh, putting that's it in good. there that's good. and putting it into the ear, when you're disciplining properly, when mm-hmm. you're loving on them properly, mm-hmm. when you're taking them and showing them how to do mm-hmm. things properly, mm-hmm. when you speak into their life truths, mm-hmm. when, when mm-hmm. you give those things and you convey them and, they got a, and they've and they got somebody to watch that's doing it correct. Mm-hmm. I like that. They'll follow. I like that. And now they don't struggle with their identity. All they do, The only thing they struggle with is to find out what job they do. You know, our kids like today don't struggle with who they are. Right. Our kids, their only struggle is okay, what am I called to do? Exactly. Well, I'd much rather them struggle with what they're called to do than to struggle with their identity. Right. Because if you struggle with your identity, we got to get past right. that before we figure out what you can do. Exactly. And this is what the real struggle is right now. Mm hmm. And in fact, when you don't know your identity, you don't want to work. <laughs> this is where laziness is. It, is and identity. it produces laziness because we equate what we do in life with what we, with who we are. Mm. And that's not true. Look, if, if I'm a guy that does nothing but make pallets, Mm -hmm. wooden pallets, so what? That That has nothing to do with my identity. That I'm still a quality person, full of character, loves God, full of values, believes in right and wrong. Right. No matter if I put nails in a Wooden pallet or not. Exactly. But we don't. This is why this generation has gotten lazy right. is because they equate their identity with what they do.
0: Mm.
1: And that's not true.
0: Interesting. So with not having that father, there's no direct, no clear direction. There's no.
1: Well, there's not. Yeah, that's part of it. Yeah. They have no yeah. clear direction, but they look at themselves and they question what they are
0: because no one spoke into their line. Right.
1: And if you don't know what you are, you won't know what you're supposed to do, that's not always true. You don't even need to know what you're supposed to do. You should just know that you're supposed to do it. Mm. And that's why I say what you do and who you are have nothing to do with one another a lot of times. Yeah. You very rarely, and almost the world tells you constantly that it does. Mm-hmm. That's not true. Right. I, I'm a minister. Because I'm called by God, but I'm still Paul Chicago before I was ever a minister right. before I was even called, you know I didn't know what I was called to do. Yeah and I didn't equate it, well, because of my identity, I must be called the ministry. I never right. even equated the two. Right, right. I never even thought of them as being one and the same because they're not.
0: Exactly, because you're first a husband before you're the
1: pastor. Exactly.
0: You're first a father before you are a pastor. That's right. Your family comes before the church.
1: It's exactly right. And so we, what's happened is, is the reason why they get lazy mm. is because if you don't know what your personal value is mm-hmm. you'll never know what your uh, you'll never know how to respond in the world to doing what's right yeah and so when you know your personal value my personal values are that God created me to be a worker okay yeah. Yeah. it doesn't matter what the work is yeah. well in most cases it doesn't matter what the work is right okay if you're going to be a thief well that, that that's not good work <laughs> exactly but I'm talking about good healthy wholesome work that provides for your family amen you're automatically your values are to work yeah. but who you are as a person whether you're male or female has nothing to do with that mm. a woman's got to work mm-hmm. she's got to take care of her home whether she likes it or not right, right. a man's got to go provide whether he likes it or not
0: mm-hmm.
1: and today's world mm-hmm. they're one and the same well if if i'm providing for my family right. then that means i'm the authoritarian in the home mm-hmm. That's not good. I'm not the authoritarian. Me and my wife were equal or me and my son are equal or me and my you see they they, they, see they equate work with identity. Right. They're not even remotely the same. Right. It's called values Mm. that causes you to work. Mm. Identity is something that God gave you.
0: You're right. They're different.
1: They're different. That's good. And that's why the world is struggling. And so this is why young people are so lazy. It's maybe not even so much that they're lazy. Maybe they would work if they could figure out that identity mm-hmm. and work are two separate issues.
0: Yeah. Pastor, why is that the role of the fatherhood so attacked? Would you say, oh, and we see this over over a long period of time, by the way? We mm-hmm. see this streaming. Because in the 50s, you saw wholesome families, and the father was the patriarch of the home. And you saw that with Leave It to Beaver mm-hmm. and Good Wholesome Shows. You yeah. saw a good example. But as time has gone on, you've seen married with children with Al Bundy mm-hmm. and all the different uh, The Simpsons, you've seen that role diminish in yeah. his They always role, show
1: it in a weak state.
0: Exactly. And now I'm going to throw this name out because we used to watch this show was, um Good Luck Charlie on the Disney Channel, where the mom was the dominating force and the dad, as big as he was, he was always portrayed as a weak man, uh-huh. Pastor. Yeah. So yeah. we've seen that over years transition and become to the point where all of a sudden the fatherhood role. Is is not necessary.
1: Yeah, they, they portray the man in a lot of shows as being the dumb one, mm-hmm. the goofy guy, yes, the weak. Uh, doesn't have a lot of common sense. It's always the kids that have more common sense today or the woman. Yes. Yeah. It, and, and the reason is because it is part of a satanic agenda. I love it. Okay. It's it's It didn't necessarily originate with mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. It originated with Satan. Okay. If he can dominate, think about it. Mm-hmm. In the Garden of Eden, mm-hmm. who did Satan, what did Satan dominate? He dominated thought. Wow. Okay. And you see that in the garden. Right. And what was the what was the thought? Mm-hmm. Did God say? Mm-hmm. So who did he give that to? Eve. Eve. That's all he had to do is give it to the person who would be an influence to the one. Who had control. Who had control. Because Satan couldn't come straight to Adam and make it happen. But he knew Eve could. So today we're using women and children to dominate these roles. Yeah and the men are supposed to lay over just like adam did and say okay whatever and
0: take it the bite
1: and take they they take the bite and then it all falls apart right just like it did in the garden of eden it all just falls apart wow and so the it's a satanic agenda and Satan is behind it. Right. And because as long as we don't have dominant males to fight for our home, to fight for our women, to fight for our children, and I'm talking about multiple different areas you can fight. Yes, Sometimes it could be with your hands. Maybe you will have to protect your wife. Yes. Well, in today's world, that's frowned upon. It is. And today, you know, maybe it's to fight for your children, you know, to not be taken, you know, to be taught terrible things like homosexuality and stuff in the schools, okay? Mm -hmm. But today we're taught that our children should be able to learn that. Mm Uh, maybe it's to a fight in in the it, maybe it's to fight, you know, in the spirit realm. Mm. And dads used to go to prayer, but yeah, today, no, it's the women. Women go to church, yeah. and women are the ones of praying.
0: And you said this during our staff meeting that now you're seeing marriages divided. You have one voting for one political party, and the other for another political party. Mm-hmm. Not even the same page.
1: Not even on the same page. And so what's happened is that it's to create division. And when you create division, the there's no clear, there's no clear, uh, you know, um, view or mm-hmm. there's no, no clear cl- leader, no clear leader. Exactly. There's no clear leader oh. is to the one who's supposed to rise up and take over when there's a problem that arises. Pastor, does did God give a natural order for the home? Yes. What is that? Is, is that the head of the house? Well, just as Christ is the head of the church, so is a man ahead of the home. It was made wow. known even in scripture. Wow. And the reason wow. is because as long as the man has authority, it trickles down. It's not that the woman doesn't have authority. It's not that the children don't have a certain amount of authority. It's just that there's a clear authority by which everything flows through, though. Thank you.
0: We had the, we talked about this during Bible study, mm-hmm. and Carol gave a good word as what a father is. He's a covering.
1: Yeah. He's a covering. Yeah, but that's actually frowned upon today if you tell people that. A covering? That means i have submitted to that? Well, yeah, you're submitted to that. Right. Whenever, whenever you have a covering, you submit to it. Submit doesn't mean slavery, though. Right. And we always equate to submission as slavery. But how is it that we can submit to
0: our managers or owners of businesses, and we collect a paycheck for them and be okay with that, but we won't do that at home with the person who loves us? Right. right, right. In in the man, which he's trying to. Some men might be trying to, but they don't have the the voice like the type of your messages.
1: Yes, and what we that's why. It, I mean, think about it. We if you take away uh, to take the clear voice from a man's ability to speak, mm. what you do is you change the woman's role too. So what's what's the woman's role? Nobody knows. Wow. That's why today there's gender identity problems because nobody knows Come what on. role holds the authority. So think about it. Let's say you're a man and you decide you want to become a woman. Well, what do they they say today? Oh, that's that's empowering. So then who, what role of authority does that person play? Wow. Do they have authority over me then? Wow. Do they have authority over the, see, we don't know. Wow. We just say it's empowering. Well, it's wow. empowering to who? Right, right. And to what? Mm-hmm. In a home, if they're right. both transgender, are they both powerful? over yes. it? Who, who Now who's the authority there? Exactly. Who leads?
0: Exactly. And that's the role of the father. His role to protect, provide, and to lead. Right. In righteousness. But so you take him out of the equation.
1: Look, women are more insecure than ever before. Yes, because we've taught them that they're taken to take the role of the the power the yes. power role, yes. to not be pushed down, not to be, nobody pushed them down. Well, they've been pushed down. There, there has been history, you know that we've that we have frowned down upon women, mm-hmm. black people, but people of different races. I agree. Yeah, immigrants. Other things. Yeah, yeah. well, just mm-hmm. what we've done is, you know, we we have. We, we have enslaved people. Sure. I get that. Okay. But when you're talking about still the line and the flow of authority, you don't have to put people down. Right. You don't have to not take, you don't have to take them for granted. Right. You don't have to make them slaves. Right. You don't have to make them peasants and make them kneel before you right. to still be authority over them. Right. You ju- but you still have to respect them and care for them and yes. be concerned. You yes. still have to let listen to their voice. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it's who makes the decision. Come on. And if they have a part in that, then you still make the decision. But it didn't mean that they didn't play a role in that decision. Exactly. And we've misunderstood what submitting means. And so what we're doing is we're trying to empower multiple go. different facets of people. There you go. So we don't know who to empower anymore. Mm-hmm. And so it's easier for a person who doesn't feel confident. So you take a young man who doesn't feel confident because mm-hmm. of multiple different reasons, Mm -hmm. maybe even feel suicidal. All of a Mm -hmm. sudden he has tendencies to become a woman. Why does he do that? Because he doesn't want to feel weak. Mm -hmm. He wants to feel empowered. So he changes his physical characteristics. Mm -hmm. He starts wearing makeup. Mm -hmm. He starts changing body parts. Mm -hmm. Now all of a sudden he feels empowered, Mm -hmm. but he also feels more empty. Yes, sir. Because he's still in a position that he's not meant to play, mm-hmm. trying to do something that he can't handle. Right. He can't handle a woman's position. Right. Women are strong. Yeah. Even if men say that they're weak, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Men need to be glad that they don't have to birth children. Come on men don't have that nurturing naturally ability to nurture a child. They can't breastfeed a child. They can't, they can't love a child the way a woman can love. Uh, So they're, they're they're trying to take on a role that they can't take by changing who they are. Mm -hmm. Again, everything is so out of whack Mm -hmm. and it's all to take a man's Mm -hmm. voice. Mm -hmm. And when you take the man's voice, you take his role. Mm -hmm. When you take his role, he becomes non-existent, and when he becomes non-existent, there's all kinds of problems in this world, and we're seeing that. Right and we're now. seeing it more than ever. We're
0: seeing that. We talked about
1: our last podcast
0: mm-hmm. where we're seeing a bunch of darkness. This, you know, all these different things like that. But that is predicated on fatherlessness.
1: Yeah, and don't get me wrong. I I, I know that th- there's there's been male chauvinism and all that. I get it that we that some men are just you know
0: mean. They're, they're I mean, just mean.
1: mean, and I get all that. But when they learn to read God's word yes, sir. and they develop a relationship, they'll understand what their position of authority entitles them to and yeah. what it doesn't entitle them to. Yeah. What it means to be under the authority of Christ amen. so that way they can lead their home amen. the way Christ would lead the home amen, and lead the church.
0: You said a mouthful, Pastor. Also, the Apostle Paul says to honor your wife, yeah, to honor your
1: children. As hey. if she was your own or, or, you know, to honor them in the way that if it was your own body. Yes. So in other words, he's not saying you get to take advantage of them. He's saying treat them as if it was you. You were treating it to the way the way you would want to be treated.
0: Exactly. And honor means the highest regard, by the way. It does. So that means you're not downplaying her. You're not, you're not taking shots at her in front of people, Mm -hmm. negative shots. You're not degrading her, but you're lifting her up. What wife wouldn't want that to feel secure? But also feel blessed and honored and respected
1: yeah that's why we we can't allow them to take away our voice mm. don't allow the world don't allow satan to manipulate it don't allow satan to lie to you don't allow anybody to say that your voice isn't valid don't allow them to say your voice isn't strong and authoritative yes it is it's all of those things mm-hmm. because god gave it to me by nature mm-hmm. and does woman have some of that too yes she does she sure does. Sure does she but We're just simply talking about the structure and the way God, look, I can't go into any corporation and tell the CEO how to run his corporation. No, he's going to let me know. I'm the boss. (laughs) Yeah but now will he respect me if I treat him properly and treat him? Yes, yes. he respects his employees. Yes. In fact, many good employers listen to their yes. workers if they need something mm-hmm. And hear some, because they respect them. Right. That's Submission doesn't mean I lack respect. Mm-hmm. Submission doesn't mean I go into slavery mode mm-hmm. and put everybody under my thumb. Right. It doesn't mean that I don't listen. Right. It doesn't mean that I don't care about their emotions and feel. No, right. we've got this skewed idea. And Satan has perverted it so much. Mm -hmm. He's got people thinking that if you're ahead of the home, like the Bible says, Mm -hmm. that it's no good. So, what it's done is it's caused even Christian men Mm -hmm. to lose their voice Mm -hmm. because they don't know God. Mm -hmm. Therefore, they don't know his word.
0: And this is why it's so important for a man to reclaim his voice. Yeah.
1: Reclaim the voice. You don't reclaim it by your own thinking, you go reclaim it by your knowledge of God's word. Come on, Pastor. You need knowledge of God's word. Come on, Pastor. You get the knowledge of God's word, you'll learn how to run your home right in a way that your wife will love you. Your uh, wife will be secure. Well. Your children won't struggle with their identity. Mm-hmm. Your children and your children's children will be raised properly because you mm-hmm. will have led an example for the next generation. Come on. Come on. We have got to get this back. We've got to reclaim that voice. Come on, Pastor. It's important and imperative that the body of Christ get this back again.
0: Wow. You have some stats you said. Yeah. Let's let's hear some of those stats. It's the reason why even more so, my pastor. Yes.
1: You know, these stats are really big because it really presents us a lot of what's really taking place in this world.
0: Yeah. It's a big picture, right, pastor? It gives us a
1: picture, yeah. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know, uh, for instance... um, um, there's more than 64 million men who identify themselves as being a father, but out of that 64 million, 26 and a half million of them men are part of a home where they are married to a spouse and have a ch- child under the age of 18 living there. Okay. Wow. So out of they identify themselves as being a father, but out of that figure, only 26 and a half million of them are a part of a home. That's a small number. We're, we're talking one third.
0: That's a small number. One
1: third of them only are part of home. 63% of the youth who commit suicide come from a fatherless home. Mm -hmm. Children who live in a single parent home are more than two times likely to commit suicide than children who live in a two parent home. That's true. 75% of people who have a chemical dependency come from a fatherless home. And 80% of people who become a rapist come from a fatherless home. Mm -hmm. I mean... I've got stat after stat that shows how important it is that a father not lose his voice even in his own home, even his own home. Right. He does not have to be a dictator, mm-hmm. but he does need to be there. Yeah. He does need to be there. Wow. 85% of youth who are currently in prison grew up in a fatherless home.
0: Wow. Um. 85%. 85%. Okay, let's Okay. not just run over that number. That's a big number, Pastor.
1: That means... Eight and a half out of every 10
0: are in are prison in because, because, they,
1: because they didn't have a father. In other words, a father to okay. discipline and love them.
0: That's crazy high, man.
1: Yep. Seven out of 10 youth that are housed in state operational uh, operated correctional facilities or detention and residential treatment come from a fatherless home. Wow. We know it's more like eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, children without a father are four times more likely to be living in poverty. So when you see kids that are living in poverty, they probably came from a fatherless home because again, it didn't give them a direction to be able to fathers teach your children how to work. This is why a lot of this younger generation doesn't want to work. They want everything paid for their schooling. They want to work. They want checks in the mail for free entitlement mentality, entitlement mentality because they don't have a father to teach them how to work. Wow. You know, my kids, you know, my daughter, she works part time for Walmart part-time for the church. Yeah. Yeah. But sometimes because she works part-time for Walmart, they don't always have her on the schedule Mm -hmm. like consistently. Mm -hmm. So there are days that she can take up other jobs, like people that want a day off. She can go in and work those days and go ahead and get her schedule. Yeah. But there are days that she's like, you know, what? it had been nice to have a day off. And I tell her, no, Mm -hmm. no, Mm -hmm. you go get that money. Mm -hmm. You go get it, Mm -hmm. learn to work hard. There's going to be days you don't feel like doing anything. You Mm -hmm. do it anyway. Right. And what it does is it teaches you good work ethic, because remember work ethic isn't about making money. Work ethic is about making sure you take care of your child. Even when you're tired, it means providing for your home. Even when you're tired, it means making sure that the kids have meals on the table. Even when you're tired, it means paying the electric bill. Even when you're tired, you see, when you learn to work hard like that, Mm You'll be blessed by God. It says He. It says. Uh, it even tells us a man who does not work should not eat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's important that we understand that that's biblical. Mm-hmm. I like eating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm really good at it. Yes, yes. You yes, know. Yes. So I'm going to go work hard. Well, also in
0: scripture too, it talks about uh, uh, arrows or as children. And they're in a man's what was he called? A man's host? quiver. quiver.
1: Well, well, yeah, from his quiver, yeah, and he draws draws in the arrow,
0: yes. he goes on to say, and you point them in the, that direction. Yes. So man's father's obligation is to sharpen that arrow pull them in the right direction, and release them.
1: And release them. And if you teach them hard work, you release them. Yes, sir. You teach them hard work, they'll be released into a place of their life where they'll learn to work hard. Yes,
0: sir. And that's so needed, the hard work. Just on a side note from my, my family personally. Totally. You know, all my girls, my old, 3 year old girls have their own careers, got jobs and everything. My yeah. youngest now is 14. But wow. well, we put so much money into her, <laughs> lots of money from braces to school. We, yeah. told, her, we told her, you're going to pay for your car. Yeah. I said, so you're going to work with mom. Save your money. Uh, we did a budget and everything. So within two years, she's fourteen now. When she's done sixteen, she'll have like ten thousand dollars. She's so happy she'll have that wow. money. But this is what we're training, young pastor.
1: Training You've got to
0: work for it, sweetheart. You, you want a car? You got to work for it. There you go. We spent thousands of do- thousands of dollars for her education and her, and her teeth. You're gonna work for this one.
1: There you go. Why? Because one, you'll always be more appreciative for what you worked for. You said awful. This is why the highest percentage of college students that graduate mm-hmm. will never actually go into that field. The field that they got their degree for. Mm-hmm. One, because the, most of them are they, they take it for granted mm-hmm. because somebody paid for their education. Yes, sir. But when you pay for it, uh huh. You'll go get a job. Exactly. That's in that field of that degree.
0: Exactly. And my young, my oldest, and my third, they pay for their own education. They are in that field. They're in they're, that they, field. They got their degree in.
1: Because you don't want to waste your money on things you paid for.
0: Exactly. Right?
1: Or that time, Pastor. That time. They're
0: putting all that hard work into that. Yep. Unless they think, well, I'm not really happy here. Uh, I'm gonna get a different career. No, you're not, sister.
1: And this is why it's actually a lot of students now what we call full-time students or professional students (laughs) yes i heard that term yeah where they'll stay in school for years now because they're constantly looking for what they want to do Mm -hmm. and it's unfortunate now i'm not saying you have to know what you want to do Mm -hmm. you know before you're 30. okay that's not the problem that's not the point Mm -hmm. but the point is is that you're going to work so hard eventually it's going to force you into what you know you're called to do exactly And that's what you do. You force them to work hard and they figure it out. But if they don't have to work hard, they never have to think about it.
0: And I will say this, in the process of doing these things, Pastor, I'm not just like we talked about before hammering it down. But we are talking with our kids, educating them on the importance of hard work and the value and the value of it.
1: Yep, exactly. Because there's rewards for working hard. Yes, sir there's one it great it builds it makes people respect you i do not respect people that do not work hard mm. i tell people all the time that's good i can take all the young people in our church mm-hmm. i can work circles around mm-hmm. I do. I literally work 12 to 14 hour days. Even now right. I go study and pray in the right. first thing in the morning. Right. Then I'll go work on websites. I'll right. go work. I go pray. I contact people. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes I work the other night. I worked from 530 in the morning till till 11 o'clock, 1130 at night. Wow. Last night I was helping Cindy build some stuff till yeah. 1145 last night. Wow. My point is, is that am I saying you should have to do that? No, 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 no. But I value work even when I'm tired.
0: Exactly, and Pastor Cindy had an operation in her mouth. She's not
1: feeling 100% and she's still working. She's still working. That's my point. And so like I said, I'm not saying everybody should work like I do. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying it but develop a work ethic that people could call on you and say, I know that if somebody's gonna help me get this job done, it's him. It's him. Mm -hmm. I trust you. Mm -hmm. You are a good worker. Mm -hmm. If I'm gonna hire somebody for a job Mm -hmm. because I see how hard you work, I'm gonna hire the hard worker before I hired anybody else. Because usually the hard worker also knows how to do their work right. Mm Mm-hmm. Not the lazy one. Right. The lazy cool. one is like like the scripture says in okay. Proverbs. It's like they put holes in their bags. That's that it. That means it when they put their money in it, they walk off, but their money's dropping out the hole. That's right. Because they, they're not doing anything.
0: And he also talks about a, a lazy person is untrustworthy.
1: They're untrustworthy. And so if you, if you young people, especially if you don't really know what you're supposed to do yet in life, you're already getting over 30 years old, or at least moving in the right direction already. Mm-hmm. Or if mm-hmm. you, 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 just, you just take off days whenever you can, instead mm-hmm. of working that 40, look guys, go work the extra shift once in a while, right? Go work the ota- overtime if they right. let you sometimes right. go put some extra money in your bank, go invest some of that money, go buy a home, go mm-hmm. buy your p- car, quit making payments on it, yeah. get out debt. Go work hard to get out of debt. Do whatever it takes. Don't work so hard that you neglect your family. Come on. But work work. hard enough that your family isn't neglected. Mm -hmm.
0: That's a good quote. I'm telling you.
1: That's a good quote. Write that one down. That one's all mine, people. That one's (laughs) all mine. That was all free.
0: (laughs) And it's all free. Okay. that was good one more time do you remember what you said don't don't
1: work, work don't work so hard that you neglect your family but don't neglect your family because you work so hard you do that i'm telling you if you have a good balance let me tell you there are weeks that i work i probably work about 35 hours every once in a while sometimes the weeks are just there's just not much going on i've got it easy i've got all my stuff but then I go two or three weeks like this, like recently. Yeah, I've worked like literally 14 straight days, and I'm talking 12-hour days. Wow! It's not, you know, a couple hours a day. Right? No, it's just one of those things. Right. Am I suggesting everybody do that every? No. Right. But I'm going to tell you right now, you can count on me. Right. That if we, if a so, job needed to get done, yeah. I'm the guy that'll get done.
0: Yeah. But you're in a place that God
1: placed you right now mm-hmm. doing the work that God's asking you to do. Right. So it does mean a little extra work. Am I always going to work though? I don't know. Right. Was it always needed? Mm-hmm. No, but I'm going to tell you, but when it has time to get busy, I don't sit around thinking, Oh, I don't want to work. I'm right. going to take the day off. Mm-hmm. No, if I got work to do, I got to do it. Mm-hmm. And if I can take it off, I do though, mm-hmm. because that's the one thing I don't want to do is neglect my rest. Mm-hmm. I don't Want to neglect my home and my family i don't want to neglect my wife i don't want to neglect that either because Amen. if i do get a day off i take advantage of it yes and people do know there's a lot of people that don't think i work yeah it's funny because i have a lot of people that don't think i work yeah i don't know why yes. they think that every time they call me i should just be answering the phone i should be kicking back on the couch doing eating popcorns i then watching yes. tv programs yes. i don't know what why people think that, yes. but they really don't think I work. Mm-hmm. Then I've got other people, it's like they're telling me all the time, you need to slow down. I had that just happened this past week. They yeah. know that I work a lot. Yeah. And they're telling me, and I'm like, okay, First of all, I do have good times. I do go yes. take a three week vacation. Yes. I do go take a week, week and a half on my anniversary. I go take it off. Mm-hmm. I don't have a problem when I have a day off. You're I'm going to go take it off. You're going. I don't, and it doesn't bother me one bit if people think I should be working. Right. Look, if I get a day off, I'm taking it. Amen,
0: Pastor.
1: It doesn't bother me what people think. Right. I just work hard when I have to work hard.
0: And I will say this kind of a side note you know, God's blessed it when God's provided the finances for it. Yeah. And your vacations yep. are always provided for.
1: I They always are. And I, and I really don't want to make it sound like I'm talking about myself. I know it sounds no. like I'm really trying to make a point that working hard brings blessing. But
0: exactly. And that's what we're highlighting. Is all yeah, we're doing. We're highlighting that that's, that's it. But going back to the follow role, I want to uh, say a couple of quotes you gave during that message, Pastor. Is that men, we have to reveal the true nature of God because the world will not.
1: Right. We we have to. And the only way to reveal the true nature of God is by speaking that and sharing that. What What is the true nature of God? Yes. Yes. Well, how are we going to know unless we are told? Exactly. Without a preacher, how will they hear? Exactly. Look, you, there's got to be a voice yes. that's spoken loud enough. And this is why men... Don't work so hard you even neglect time with the Lord. Come on. And that's reading His Word. Amen. This is how you teach your children.
0: Exactly. In Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy chapter 6, it talks about how we should spend time with our children.
1: Yeah.
0: It's laid out in the scripture how to do that. In the morning, afternoon, and evening, you talk about the testimonies of the Lord. Yeah. From other people and what God's done in your life. That's right. And it becomes it becomes imprinted in their souls.
1: That's exactly it. Look, anytime great things really happen... It was usually kind of brought up in front of even my kids. I didn't yes. I don't even think I ever really sat them down and just said, "Hey guys, listen what it is." This? Yeah. And usually we were always together and if God did something, I would just share it to the whole family. Yes. But they got to hear those testimonies. Yes. They got to hear how God worked in those mm-hmm. situations. Mm-hmm. But you've got to reclaim your voice if you they're going to mm-hmm. hear you and listen to you. Mm-hmm. And hearing you is different than listening. Yeah. A lot of people he, get heard, but not a lot of people are listened to.
0: Pastor, what's one step that a man could start reclaiming his voice, would you say then?
1: Well, I I think the biggest step is is that he needs to understand what position he holds in the home. Mm. You know, if he doesn't know what that position is, go find out what a real man is. Mm. And I don't mean real man like puffing out your chest kind of real man. I'm talking about what is a godly man. Yeah go go do your search on what a godly man is and you just read it in Deuteronomy mm-hmm. that's a godly man mm-hmm. if if you just got that alone mm-hmm. you'd be surprised how that would change mm-hmm. already what a man of god is yeah. because if they don't know that you're a godly man mm-hmm. then your voice means nothing right if right. they don't know that you live by a code, mm. by a set of values, then, then the words that you speak don't mean anything. Because you know how many men tell their children, mm-hmm. tell their sons, hey, I'm going to be at the football game. And not show up. And not show up. That not show up. Okay. You know how many men are telling their sons, "Hey, this weekend, I promise you, we're gonna go fishing," mm-hmm. and then they take on the extra work instead, mm-hmm. and that boy's left at home in a corner crying, right. thinking, yeah. "My dad doesn't love me more than he loves work." Right. Uh You know, or, or a wife. Mm-hmm. A wife. Mm-hmm. The man wants to go do his thing, and and yet he expects her to clean his dirty chonies, to make a meal and put it on the table, make sure that the house is clean, make sure that the kids are taken care of while he spends all of his time working and playing Mm -hmm. and yet Mm -hmm. she never sees him. So when he does have a voice, she doesn't respect him. She doesn't trust him. There's no, you know, look, we we create these problems because a man doesn't really know what a man is. Mm You may be male, but that, does that make you man? Mm-hmm. I think we've said that on a couple of podcasts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, just because you're a male, you have all the male attributes, doesn't right. make you a man. Right. And we need to go find out what a real man is according to the scripture.
0: Amen.
1: And then go use that to define the way we lead in our home. Yeah. If I know what a man is, then I know how to lead as a, lead as a man. And then it gives me a voice.
0: That's good, Pastor. Another scenario men right now who could be listening their wife is taking on that role Mm -hmm. and now he's trying to get that role back reclaim his voice yeah you know you know understanding what it means for her to submit Mm -hmm. and understand that he's ahead of the house
1: yeah you might have to go through counseling for that Good um, you you'll probably need another voice in the middle of that to one to referee it, but number two, to help break it down for both parties rather than because usually in a situation like that, when one tries to come back in and and kind of reclaim things, mm-hmm. it's going to create some things that are going to create stress okay. and broken parts. I like it. So you have
0: to have a mediator. Yeah,
1: You need to have a mediator that like can that help, help, help both parties both uh parties see it and define it clearly You're right to hear be able to hear both stories and then
0: fix it help, help yeah help, to fix help fix it, it.
1: Mm-hmm. um i would suggest get counseling i like that yeah because that, like that. that that's really hard for a woman to relinquish it with unless unless the man is really good at doing it in a way that's kind and loving mm-hmm. show biblically how that works Use other examples. Yeah. That gets really hard because a man probably isn't going to have that kind of time to figure all that out. Right. So I would suggest to deal with that at a much quicker pace and to do it in a way that both parties are okay. Happy. Yeah. I'd say go get a counselor, Christian counselor, a good Christian counselor that knows the word, mm-hmm. not that just is into, you know, not not just, you know, yeah,
0: not influenced by the world right now.
1: Yeah, not influenced by emotional things yes. that really understands what the biblical precedence is and Very help good. them both come together. In a, in a gentle manner, in a kind manner towards one another, a loving manner right. without them being angry with one another. Because trust me, if they both try to do it together without yeah. his counselor, yeah. you're probably going to be angry.
0: Should the man be embarrassed by this pastor, having to resort to something like this?
1: No, the man should be embarrassed to never live as a man. <laughs> <laughs> that should be embarrassing. That's good. you know, That's Because nice. whether that man knows it or not, mm-hmm. true men that do live it right, that do have good families, I'm sorry. I see it. You see it. Yeah. We see who's the weak, who's the strong link and who's the weak link in a home. And I see it so often. I think, man, that poor guy, that poor woman, that poor somebody or that, Mm -hmm. oh, that's silly. Mm -hmm. They need to get that. Mm -hmm. And you see that their homes are not not only running right, Mm -hmm. but you can see it's a constant, it's a constant level of frustration. Yes between them both. And they can't figure out why. Yes. I'm going to tell you right now, the man needs to become a man. Yeah, Who cares if you get counseling? You don't have to tell nobody you went and got counseling. Don't tell nobody. If that's your embarrassment, the only person that needs to know is your wife and the counselor then. Exactly. If that embarrasses you. But I'm going to tell you right now, if you get that fixed and you become a man, Mm -hmm. biblical man, Mm -hmm. you won't be embarrassed anyway. In fact, you'll help other people say, look, this helped me out.
0: There you go. You. This is another quote you said. Men have an obligation to make a marriage work, a family good, and other relations prosper. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: I mean that goes to the point what you just said. Yeah. It goes at, to all the co- at all cost. Yeah.
1: Make it work. It's the trickle down effect or a build up effect. It's whatever it is that you mm-hmm. think it is. Mm-hmm. But you're 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 if it's a war if it's a trickle down mm-hmm. that means because as the person who's the lead mm-hmm. it affects everybody that you're over that you're protecting. But if it's the but if it's the build up effect, then what it's doing is you're saying I'm going to carry everybody that I have to. I'm going to shoulder them. I'm going to take and help my wife. I'm going to help her. She's not going to be carrying it alone. I'm going to help carry her. I'm going to help my children are saying you don't have to walk this thing alone. I'm going to help carry you. I'm strong enough to help carry you through it. I'm going to go defeat devils. I'm going to help you understand the true knowledge of God so you don't have to listen to the world. I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to be there to hold you. And I'm going to be there to stand in front of you. If somebody wants to hurt you, you see, I'm going to carry you in that way. Mm -hmm. But as a leader, the trickle down effect is the truth of God's word is going to be implanted in all of you. Pastor, you
0: just empowered a lot of men right now by saying what you you. said, pastor, true. you you empowered them to have a
1: confidence about themselves. Yes, And, And I mean, there'll be a responsibility with the wife too, that she'll have to take on because of that when a man decides he's going to reclaim his voice, a woman's going to have to submit to the will of God Mm -hmm. during that time. And that's not a bad word. It's not. And it's going to be hard, but understand something. If you want peace in your home that you've never found, if you want security that you've never experienced, Mm -hmm. if you want joy that you've only heard about and you now want, if you want all of the things that you, that present itself, that looks good, Mm -hmm. that looks healthy, Mm -hmm then you're going to have to change it somewhere. And it starts with you saying, God, I'm willing to submit that. I'm willing to sacrifice that. I'm willing to commit to that. I'm willing to, you know, do whatever it takes. Surrender is a hard word, but it's not a bad word. It's not a bad word.
0: No. Pastor, are you sensing in the spirit that God is compelling men right now to not just listen to this message, but do it, obey it?
1: Yeah, I am because I think a lot of them are lost. I think a lot of men today. When you read these stats, yeah. that tells me more men are lost than are found. Mm-hmm. Remember, Jesus isn't lost. Mm-hmm. You know, we always say, "Well, I found God." No, you didn't. He found you. He found you. But there's still some out there wandering. Okay. Okay, and they're lost. Okay. That's why I said I'd leave the one, the 99 for the one. He's saying I'll go out and find you. Look, this word here is for those men that need to be found. That's good. And you're saying I feel so lost. Well, it's because yes. you are. And it's it's you're lost because you don't know enough of God's word to help lead the way to show the path for Him to know where to go. Mm. Because if you don't want Him, He ain't coming looking either. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He's only coming for people that are sending out the SOS. Mm. Okay.
0: That is good. So I got it right. Hold on. I'm I'm
1: on that. Okay. So God's only gonna come to people, the men that are out there sending out the SOS, saying, "God help me, help me, Lord," and He'll come running. He'll find you quickly. And when he does, you got to be willing to say, Lord, I'm willing to yield to your will because I have done it my way for too long. And I know that my family and my wife and my children are going to have a hard time with it, too. Mm-hmm. Help us all to yield to you. Oh, I love it.
0: The acronym for SOS is save our ship.
1: Save our ship.
0: <laughs> That's it. I think that just goes right into what you just said.
1: Yeah. Let me tell you, it, there's no sip, ship really that's really sunk so far that it cannot be saved. Mm, that's good. And so I think that that's where where a lot of men are at. Yeah. It's not hopeless. Yeah. It's hopeful. Mm. It's not done. Mm-hmm. It's just beginning. Mm. It's not. It. It. It's. It's not lost, but it can be found. Yeah. There's hope in every situation. Amen. And you've got to put your faith in God and say, God, it may be the scariest thing I ever do. Mm -hmm. Remember, I'm not teaching you to go buck up against your wife and tell her this is the way it's going to be done. I'm telling you to go share with your wife and say, Mm -hmm. I need to surrender it. And we all do. It's all of us. And you may, as a man, need to surrender a lot more Mm -hmm. than she does but be willing to do it. So that way you can have the home and the presence of God, the spirit of God's Mm. presence in your home, the The way you want to bring that peace. And without Mm. it, without it, you'll only watch others with it. You'll be able to teach others. Wow. Oh, that's another one. Mm, That's so good. So it's time to stop watching. So that way you can start teaching. Mm. And so I think that's the key, man, is go find that, go find your voice, go reclaim it, and you'll find joy again. Wow, man, pastor. I don't know where the clothes cry. <laughs> <laughs> that
0: was a good one, that's pastor. True. Is there any particular way you want to close this one out? Uh not
1: really. I, yeah, I, I think, I, I no. think the thing is, just go. If you really need to, man, don't don't hesitate to go seek out that counselor. That's um, but definitely go seek out the things of God that's one of your first priorities second thing if yeah. you really need to don't don't be discouraged don't be frustrated don't be embarrassed yeah. don't be too arrogant or prideful there you go go seek out a counselor amen
0: pastor i will say also on the bible app there's a yes. lot of resources about fathering dads husbands about oh, yeah. men, men's roles in general our listeners can go to that Bible app yeah. and get on a devotional about helping them become better at what they're supposed to be—man totally. of God.
1: Yeah, there's a good book out there called "Wild at Heart" by uh, John oh. uh, Eldridge. Eldridge, that's really good too. It, right,
0: it. We we've, we've gone through church. We've gone
1: through it, mm-hmm. and a good book kind of gives you a little insight as to what what many people think are manly and what people think are masculine. Yeah. And, and it's really just a, a cheap inversion of what true masculinity is meant to be.
0: Exactly. I love the back where it says a book that. Um, A book written for man that every woman should read.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because it's even good for a woman to know. So that way she doesn't overstep her bounds when a man is working to become the man that he needs to be.
0: And there you go, woman. Help your man out. Yeah. Help him out. Help
1: him out. Help him out. And so, men, go reclaim your voice. Amen. We love you guys. God bless. Thank you for joining us today. Power Talk Podcast
0: is brought to you by Powerhouse Church. You can listen on Spotify or download the Powerhouse Church app. If you would like to comment, need prayer, or want more information,
1: contact us at powerhousechurch.us.